Welcome to the biggest solution in the universe, the show where we discuss every solution in the universe from death to euthanasia. With over 4 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of solutions. I'm Maddox, with me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. And we have a, we have a special call-in guest. We do have a special call-in guest. Yeah. Boisterous Coconuts, Boisterous. fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Yeah, this is a new thing. I think this is going to be a, a benchmark for the show. There's going to be the pre-Skype years and then the post-Skype <laughs> call-in years. The, the PS. Yeah. And and we uh, we should we also have mention another very important guest. very important special guest. I'm so excited about this guest. You have no uh-huh. idea. Friend of the show, you guys you guys have heard about this man for a long time. He's been subject to much ridicule, but from us and from the fans. But he's here to defend himself, and I hope I hope give the closing chapter of the trilogy that is my man's struggles up yeah. north. He, Everybody, he, please welcome my man. Hey guys, how's it going? Steve, Dick's man, Steve. He he is a he's not just a man. He is Dick's man, right? He's Welcome. also he's every man. Like he's a, we're all Steve in some way. Yeah, we can all relate to his struggles, his triumphs, his tragedies. We've all been there. Steve, you're living for all of us. You know, I'm not sure how many triumphs there's been, but <laughs> I, you know, I'll have a struggle or two for you. I don't you tri- mind. You triumphed in the one way that matters, I think. <laughs> I'll, I'll, right? I'll, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think so. You well, you're without giving too much away, you have triumphed in the one way that matters. In one way. In the matters of love. Over and over again. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. All right. Beautiful hair, too, by the way. Last time I saw this guy, he was his hair was cropped close like a nerd. And now he comes in. Look at him. He's like, Jesus. He's you, got this flowing, beautiful hair. You guys both have glorious, beautiful hair. Thank Pantene you. Pro-V guys, for sure. Fakai right, is what I use. Uh, what not is it? Pantene Pro-V. Fakai. Fakai? Yeah. Why are we talking about hair care you products? Right, yes, I brought it up. I guys, I have something important to talk about before we go on. The biggest solutions from last time, refrigeration. Yes! Neck and neck with free birth control. People thought that was a good solution. And then legalized prostitution. They were all in the same neighborhood of votes. And then illustrated condoms, Dick. Barely squeaking by in these solutions territory. You know, guys, I brought that. I invented that. (laughs) I brought that in. uh, Loss of erection. My man, the, the, the solution was a condom that is illustrated so that you always put it on correctly. The oh, first yeah. time. That's a smart move. Yeah, okay. right? And these it's it's hugging, it's it's Ugh. hovering around zero. Nobody appreciates this. And I, uh. I invented this. All right, guys? I came up with uh. this all by myself for you, and I get shit on. You're the next Jesus time, of condoms. Yeah. Next time I'm just gonna take all my brilliant ideas and I'm gonna keep them. How about that? Yeah, shove them on your dick where they belong. Here's I'll the be thing, like Isaac dick. Newton. I'm just gonna keep that shit. Good. I, I, first of all, I see where this whole show's going already. We got the tag team duo, <laughs> the dick duo over here. Uh, but listen to this, man. I, uh, this comment from Isaac Stringer says, You can also tell which way a condom goes based on which side the latex is stretching over and which side doesn't. But that's like what 60% of people do. Yeah, yeah when no, you open up a condom, no, you look no, and no, see no, no, if no. the latex is stretched over, you know which way to Maddox, roll. Maddox, please. This is, this, guy- this is a guy who's describing condom use who's read the manual. I have field, pra- field research, all right? Yeah. I'm in the field using condoms in the dark. That's you can't see which way the latex stretches over. Yeah, it, I mean the the thing is, there's a difference between like diffusing a bomb like in bomb school and diffusing a bomb like out there in the field. Yeah, it's, man. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's like there's so much shit that you're doing when you're trying to get the condom on. You know, like uh, before she runs away. Part. 
Exactly. <laughs> Man, uh, you guys don't have a condom closet. I have a condom closet. I step <laughs> uh, in. I strongly disagree. I got, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So, Dixman Steve has let a condom me, closet. Wait, let me, let me catch everybody up to speed. The, the, the way I met my man at Burning Man last year was he walks up to me when I first get there. He's holding a gigantic box, like a box that you would fit a, uh, a toaster oven in. You know, he's like two feet long across, something that you carry with both arms underhand. And he says, hey, you want a condom? And I'm like, why? What are you talking about? He opens the box, and it is full of 1,000 condoms. Yeah. That's what he brought. That's I, how I, I know spoke this too guy. Soon. Uh, Dick's man, Steve, you definitely did have that condom case, which Dick talked about, and I thought, I got to meet this guy. Yeah, it's a lot of condoms. Yeah. So, and Dick, by the way, is about to go on another journey to Burning Man yes. with, with Dick's man, Steve. Yep. So you still haven't gotten rid of the guests you brought last time for Burning Man or the chlamydia. I can't wait to I see what terrible. <laughs> I, I, would, I would know if I had it. Sure? I didn't have time to get tested, but I would know if yeah, I had it. Yeah, because some woman would you complain. You had a year to get tested for chlamydia. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't have time? Hey, look, I typed it into Google, how to get tested for chlamydia, and it gave me all this weird shit. I said, who's got time to deal with all this? I d- give me an app. That's what I need. A chlamydia app? app that, yeah, that I can download and it says you got it or you don't. Yeah, they do. It's called your doctor's phone number in your phone. I don't in the know. Context I don't list. know. I got another comment from Adam Hayes. He says, Maddox saying, hi, check out my pussy. Has oh now my become God. Has now become one of his ringtones. Oh. I guess people really like that. People really like the fade out of that last episode, too. They did. During our rant. I got one from John White. He says, here's Maddox, Maddox's 20-minute shopping list. Soup. Number one, because you said you said shopping lists are for suckers. Yeah. You just rem- you just remember all the yeah. things you have to get. Here's what you get: soup, That's hot nice. pockets, hot sauce, non bread, correspondence. You get that at the uh-huh. store? Squ- squats yeah. uh, and hadoukens. Hadoukens. And then Justin Zerjave says, uh, "Don't forget the bags of sand." He throws it yeah, there's actually two more after that. There's Andrew uh, Kudnick. He says, "Kara Kara oranges, number nine, and then number ten is bicycles." Good from Tristan. Good. Oh. Keep making fun of me. You're you're uh, magnanimous host. Thank you for making fun of me. Magnanimous. Magnanimous. You wouldn't know magnanimous if it walked up to you and punched you in the face. Buddy, I'm made out of magnanimity. I think that, I think, that wasn't do, a word. Do you think magnanimous is like a Pokemon or something? Like, is that why you think you know what magnanimous means? Hey, Asterios, I got it. I got it bad, buddy. Somebody compared your knowledge of evolution to Pokemon, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Good. Cash Larson says... Uh, great problem from from me with refrigeration. Even Einstein got in on the early refrigerator production. It definitely ain't no shitty rocket science. And he links to the Wikipedia article on Einstein refrigerator. Look, guys, uh, refrigeration is way more important than free birth control. Don't you don't you think? Like I know free birth control is a great solution, but refrigeration changed the dynamic of society, right? I'll I'll, t- I'll say this. They. Uh, if- Free birth control could also change the dynamic of society. However, I will give you that it is a bigger solution than free birth control because it affects way more people, right. and in ways in ways that are uh, that you would use every single day of your life. Almost, almost, be, a, almost everything we eat comes out of a, a refrigerator or goes into one at some point. Right. Okay. Yeah. I Do got wanna- one. One last comment. I got one from Reagan Clement. He says. In uh, New Zealand, prostitution was decriminalized in 2003. It made the whole industry a lot safer for workers and clients alike. And mm. he posted lots of links to all these studies they did in New Zealand. And then, and, and then there was another case study. I think someone in uh, 
Washington Post did this, where in Rhode Island, prostitution was accidentally legalized for a couple of years. And accidentally? It, yeah. The, uh, there was some loophole in the law, so police weren't arresting people for prostitution. Uh. And, and they found, like, rapes were on the steep decline during those two years. Oh, uh, really? Which, which, is, which has really disturbing implications, which suggests that... Uh, if rapists would be rapists, would potentially just pay for the sex. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, which, somebody's doing the raping. We know that. Asterios, well, yeah. <laughs> mm. what do you think of prostitution? Are you are you for it or are you like a weird prude? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell what side of this you're on. Well, look, I'll say that. Uh, I mean, even in the spa- in the time between the last show and this show, Amnesty International has called for legalizing prostitution. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah, the people that, like, smuggle letters and, like, supplies to prisoners of war. Like, yeah. if Amnesty International is fucking calling for it, like, maybe we should legalize prostitution. The, yeah. only, re- the only reason we don't have legalized prostitution in America is because of friggin' super conservative asshole politicians who can run on scaring old people about sex. I mean, and, it's and, really and, that simple. And surprisingly, some of my hardcore feminist friends who you would think would be for legalizing prostitution because we should stop telling women what they can and can't do with their bodies, right? Right. A lot of them are really opposed to this. They say it's going to make things worse for women, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, no, guys, I actually have a friend who's a prostitute. I have a friend who does prostitution, and and she doesn't like to call it call We prefer to be called gigolos, Maddox. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Maddox. Text me her number. I want to talk to this girl <laughs> and just kind of see what she thinks about this. I, I, I mean, the kind of the stock line that feminists use, and I know you probably don't want to get too far into this, is like, no little girl grows up saying, one day I want to grow up to be a prostitute. You know? Yeah. It, it, you know yeah, they say, I want to grow up and be a rainbow because they're stupid kids. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, or an astronaut. I want to be a princess. Well, you're not going to be because... Um, that's because there's a number of human rights violations that go into being a princess, you stupid little bitch. But right? that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's reality. You want, you want to be a princess? Hey, I'll tell you what though. It's easy to be a prince. Just move to Dubai and then you're automatically a prince. Everyone in Dubai is, is a prince. But, uh, on, on a serious point, yeah, no little kid either grows up to want to become an, uh, an accountant either. No, no little kid wants to be a teller in a bank. No little kid wants to do these boring fucking jobs that adults do. And guess what? They are jobs because they're work. People generally don't like to do them. You do things every day that you don't like to do. Some people actually enjoy sex and they, and they want to get paid for it. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Ooh, let, let me tell you guys a quick story. And then again, I'm sorry to take us off track, but I used to be a, uh, a transcriber for a show called Mansers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a yeah. Show on, show on Spike TV called Mansers. And the sneaky trans- Greek really meant something when Asterios was a prostitute. God <laughs> 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 damn it. All right, hey, look. So look, you're anyway, a transcriber, me, you're a transcriber yeah, yeah. for Mansers, which Dick and I have both been, been on. We yeah. were extras on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and so there was an episode where they were interviewing porn stars. Now, as a transcriber, what you do is you get access to complete, unaltered interviews, and you write down everything that happens in the interview so that the producers can edit it together into a show. But, so, long story short, I, I like I'm transcribing an interview with one of like the world's biggest porn producers, and they ask him like, "So, you know, how's the porn industry? Is it like super awesome?" And he goes, you want the real answer? No, no, the porn industry's terrible. Yeah. Like, the porn industry's awful. People commit suicide all the time. Yeah. They get sick. It's a terrible, terrible industry. Who would think it's awesome? Like, a, a child? No, a 13-year-old boy? 
Well, some people, some people, some of my friends you? who are porn stars. Yeah, no, well, no. Do you think it's awesome? It's awesome. You so, got by and large, it's people who are fucking miserable, right? No, no, absolutely by and not. Large, no, it's not. No, it's Maddox, not. by no. and large, we're talking Mm-mm. about the bulk of porn is like that amateur shit online that girls get paid like hundred and fifty dollars for and get used like pieces of meat. They're not happy about that. They're not stars. Dick, they, look, I'm talking from experience here, talking to people yeah, who are porn too. stars. Yeah, Yeah. No, like actual actual porn stars. And not porn stars. I'm talking about the bulk of the industry. Yeah, but you're not basing that on anything. Like, for example, these uh, they say that suicide and depression rate is higher among porn stars, etc. That's fucking not true. It's actually higher amongst accountants. Accountants are miserable, and they're killing themselves all the time. So should we just come down on the accounting industry for being miserable and making these people miserable no it's just because we have this puritanical view about sex and some for some reason people associate sex with negativity and badness and something unwholesome or impure but but there's no higher rate of that's because they're uh, doing it right what's Mm -hmm. that sex that's why it's got to be on (laughs) thank you hysterias well okay but so so long story short so 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 they go okay now give us the answer we're looking for and they go three (laughs) Two, one, and he goes. The porn industry is great. It's yeah. nonstop hot chicks and fucking and yeah. hot outfits, and it's just awesome. It's like every day's a party, right, and they're like, "Great!" And then I see the episode, and guess which answer they use. So you know, I I I think that's the thing. There's sort of like two sides of it. Like, you know, anytime you hear an interview with a porn star, she says like, "Hey, I just love sex. I got into this because I love sex. I love to come, and I love." You know, just being able to express myself my way. But then I think there's the hidden answer that none of us hear where it's just like, oh, God, I have to clock into work every day and get blasted in the face <laughs> for like $200. And smile. Like, That's the worst part. You don't have to smile at any other job. Can we can we move on to the next, to the next bit? We got, a big, we got a big bit planned Let's talk for everybody. about this big bit. Okay, so Asterios and I got together and we, we planned this bit around... Maddox, you had a you had a Facebook post that I happened to see. Yeah, where Ronda Rousey got mm-hmm. outed as as transphobic or something like that. Transmisogynistic right? Trans- is what they called her. I don't even know what that means. Oh God! Ronda Rousey's just getting some media spotlight, yep. right? Because she beat the shit out of a woman. Personally, I don't think you should you should be praised for beating up a woman. I mean, but that's just me, right? <laughs> so she's just she's just in the national spotlight. I love women. I don't think they should be beaten up oh. for any reason. Uh, she's in the national spotlight, and Maddox posts on Facebook. Countdown till Ronda Rousey gets outed as being transphobic, homophobic, something, right? So it gets publicly shamed. Publicly yeah. shamed. Yeah. Before you even posted that, like four minutes before, mm-hmm. probably because you were spending so much time analyzing every single word, making yeah. a perfect Facebook post, yeah. some shit rag outs her as being transphobic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because this is the culture we live in. So when Asterios and I cooked up a bit that we call the celebrity shame pool. Yeah. Okay? We're all going to throw in some money. And we're all going to pick, Serious, do you want to say it? We're all going to pick some celebrities that we think are going to get shamed next, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I mean it, it really is that simple. We're each going to put $20 into a pot, and for $20, we, we can pick five celebrity names. Now, you know, as, as episodes go by, the pot's going to grow, the pot's going to grow. And then, you know, when one of the names on the big list of shame Turns out to get to be like this week's media target, you get the biggest payout in the universe. Like that Ronda, the Ronda Rousey thing, for example. Like the, that headline was the entire story. It wasn't even fucking true. Like, like the like the media is they make so much money off of turning celebrities into targets for like a day. 
It's not even like, 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 you know, on the next day there's another target, the next day there's another target. So, you know, so why don't we make a little bit of money off this? Why don't we turn it into something fun? So, okay, for example, you know, you put $20 in the pool, let's say one of your names is Neil Patrick Harris, okay? He's a squeaky clean guy, Mm -hmm. Oscar host, adoptive father, gay rights activist. Like, this guy's one of our finest celebrities. One day, you log on to Twitter, and you see hashtag Neil Patrick Isis. (laughs) <laughs> so what are what are the shame rules? Is now, it now now uh, pr- uh, honestly, I only think there's one rule. Like no bullshit picks. You can't pick someone who's always in trouble with the law. You can't pick Charlie Sheen. You can't pick Dick Masterson. Sure, sure, I mean, that's sure. not yeah. fun. Yeah. No know? one who's doing and, it on purpose. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. That's Don- not Donald fun. Trump, You're an asshole would, for doing right? that. You can't pick Donald. You can't, you can't pick, pick Donald Trump. People. No, political yeah. people are easy targets. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always going to be on. And uh, it's got to be. Yeah. I think it's got to be homophobic, transphobic, misogynist, racist, racist, and right? and uh, uh, anti-patriotic or or terroristic. That could be uh, one of them too. I don't know. I think we. Yeah, see, I don't know. Huge, T- I Dixie think we Tricks. should throw huge pedo on the list because if oh, you would huge pick, yes. if you would pick okay. the guy, if you would pick that, the, you know, the dad from Seventh Heaven. Or Jared from Subway two weeks ago, and you called him a huge pedo, you'd be rolling in dough right now. It's true. Yeah, well, it's true. I want to have a caveat here because if you okay. act, if they actually do get busted for the crime they are being accused of, right? It, I I want this to be like a celebrity where someone would write a think piece about. Yeah, it can't be a crime. Yeah, it's it can't be, be an actual crime. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be like a thought. Like yeah. this is about right. thought police. Thought this is police, about yeah. the gladiatorial thought police that our media has turned our culture because into. Because R- Ronda right? Rousey like said something uh, in passing like three years ago that they're pouncing all over because now in order for any Anyone to be praised or liked in, in or or just be left alone in our culture and our celebrity culture, they have to have an unimpeachable record for their entire lives. Yeah, ridiculous. It's absurd. Okay, so Maddox, you want to go first? Yeah, I got a good list here. I got okay. a good list. Well, we're gonna go around the horn. You yeah. pick one, and then we're gonna do. We're okay. Gonna do it. So right. the re- the reason, also the reason is, I wanted us to do a fantasy football draft, but I'm the only one who would care about this. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, I totally and, do that. Yeah. I would be playing with myself. So like let's, usual, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's play something that actually matters. Go ahead. Okay, guys. My first pick. All right, this is a good one. Is Amy Poehler? Ooh, uh-huh. that's a good one. Yeah, okay, Amy Poehler. And I'll tell you why. I tell you why. And this is my my strategy for the rest of these picks. For most of them, actually. Okay. I have a lot of women on my list, and huh. Amy Poehler That's specifically. No, I think I think <laughs> because <laughs> because because right now, thank you. The people who who love these women, like like Amy Poehler and uh, what's her name, Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer, right, right. right. They Wig. are they are the darlings. Kristen Wiig, yeah, yeah, Kristen Wiig. They are <clears> the <throat> darlings of the um, the you know the women's groups in Huffington Post right. and Jezebel and so on and so forth. So they have a hypersensitivity to anything potentially okay. offensive they could say. And I think Amy Poehler is high on that list because Amy Poehler is a comedian and she's going to say something to fuck up and piss them off. Okay. Asterios, you want to go next? Yeah, I'm going to pick John Stewart. Oh, oh, I had him on my list, you oh, sneaky no, fuck. All right, no, go not ahead. anymore because I went first. I think John Stewart has used up his positive story. Like, forever, the Huffington Post, uh, you know, like, Reddit, all these websites, they could get a lot of traffic over, like, Jon Stewart excoriates Trump, or, like, Jon Stewart, like, ruins this or that. And it's like, well, now, how are they going to make money off him? By being like, Jon Stewart says political correctness is out of control, or Jon Stewart this, or, like, I, you know, I think the Quinn's going to flip on him, because how is she going to make money off him? 
Yeah, he might tweet something like, new host of The Daily Show is great. No woman could have ever done a, as good a job. <laughs> next, next thing you know, a perfectly innocent comment gets blown out of proportion. You know who I think is going to sink Jon Stewart's ship is uh, Wyatt Cenac. Because I think they who's had some, they had, oh, some yeah. they had a few beefs to, uh, together. And wh- wh- who's the other guy, too? Not Wyatt Cenac. Uh, th- there was another black guy on the show with uh, the beard. You know who I'm talking about? Is that or is that White Cenac? No, White Cenac. No, it's the Wyatt. It's Wyatt. Oh, that's why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. White Cenac is going to sink the John Stewart ship because they had some beefs that go back, and I don't think he's told the full story. Okay. So that might. Okay, a serious good pick. And uh, Sean, uh, you want to go next? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go next. Sean, uh, who by the way before the show crammed his picks with like Charlie Sheen, no, and I did not. David Duke. <laughs> I didn't have Charlie Sheen and David Duke on the list. You really wanted Hitler. $80. No, I had people who had been in trouble maybe once, and I think didn't learn from it. Uh, okay, all right. But no, we're no, not you doing changed that. Them now. No, we're not no, doing no. that. So I, I got a few more. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. I think Maddox came out of the gate with a total long shot, and I'm gonna yeah. do the same stupid, thing. Stupid, stupid pick. No, 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 no. It's only a matter of time, I think. It was Amy Poehler, Amy right? Amy Poehler, yeah. She's been on the scene a long time. Uh-huh. I'm going to go Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, you fuck. Oh, I had that too. Oh. America's, America's sweetheart. America's sweetheart. Yeah. She, she's kind of dingy in interviews, and she embraces it. There's nobody who has a bad word to say about her, and it's only a matter of time before she puts her foot in her mouth. I think it's totally false, too. Everything she says is engineered to make her seem like a normal person. You think who's so? like, uh, Oh, absolutely. No, no. Yeah, I, I think oh, she's a total piece of shit. She she's like, oh, I got toilet paper on my shoe. Yeah, I just like staying in bed and eating and I'm gross acting is stupid I'm not a hero like a fireman like oh fuck you like 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 you can get to the top of acting without being a total narcissistic maniac right no no, no, no. that's fake. exactly right no <laughs> no I yeah. better I better I think she I think she's she's the real deal but that is a Rube, good pick no. Sean you got Con, she's a good total, actor she's, you just gotta find the crazy you just got sold yeah. you got sold on a bad bill of sales I'm All buying right. everything she's got to sell buddy my it's, man my it, man what it's are you, in there somewhere it just picking? has to come out alright so I actually kicked around the idea of just the whole cast from Hunger Games uh, oh, okay. That was gonna be fun for me. Oh, <laughs> well, you but, got you got stumped. Uh, I got stumped on that one. Uh, I think my most likely one is Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, I think he's gonna walk out and just probably drop some in words uh-huh. like casually. <laughs> he's got it pent up, right? He's like he's this like beat up nerd from college, yeah. and he's got a complex, and he's gonna accidentally I don't know call some women stupid. For fun. Well, uh, maybe, I don't, I don't maybe. know if Mark Zuckerberg is going to actually come out because he's such an alien. He talks like this and he. Is that how he talks? Oh, he talks like Kermit the Fox. He's, uh, he's, he's got a totally weird alien. neck and face, and people with weird necks and faces always fuck up. It's just the rule of the law. I just, that could be true. We don't know that that's not true. And I don't trust guys who are billionaires and they marry like college or high school sweethearts. Who are not idea. like supermodels. Like, what What are you trying to prove here, dude? Yeah. You know? He's trying to prove he's a nice guy. He has been since that movie came out. And I don't know, man. Did it. any billionaires in tech, like, marry hot? Like, Bill Gates' wife is just, you know, this battle axe. And then Steve Jobs. I think Steve Jobs hooked up with someone hot. But then he ended up marrying, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know, an, an old broom or something like that. What, what was Steve Jobs' wife? I don't um, know. It was a broom, I think. An a, a literal, a literal a mop. Broom. It was a mop. <laughs> yeah. A push broom. A push broom. <laughs> that he found in a closet at Apple. All right, here's here's my you know, let, let me do let's do one more pick and then we'll yeah. start with the solution. Sure. Here's my pick. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's actually a real statement though, because like oh, wait, back okay. in the day there were some old comics yes. where Scrooge McDuck was a whole DuckTales is getting rebooted. I think that Scrooge McDuck is gonna get outed as some kind of some kind of phobic. Mm. Right, the new Ducktales show <laughs> okay. is going to portray him in a new light. 
You know, Dick, I thought you were going to go really smart with this, but you went super dumb. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> like, you think that the new DuckTales is going to be a gritty biopic reboot? <laughs> Look, it, it doesn't matter what he says. This right, is what the it. media can make him say. Dick, I'm going to save this. I'm going to save this pick of yours because I, I think it, I think it, it potentially can be smart because I think that it's just one article away from one think piece away from t- telling us like some some parents and some angry mom saying yes. why we shouldn't look at Scrooge McDuck as exactly a, an I a, 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 he's a an icon of greed. Icon. Yeah. People are going to take out this this aggression against yeah. him and accuse him of one of these awful okay. things. Ra- yeah. He's right. always going after the Beagle Boys, obviously mm-hmm. Mexicans. You know, <laughs> right? That's hateful and bigoted. It's hateful and bigoted even to think that. Right, why did you make us think it? The thing is, it has to reach critical mass. Like, right now, you could Google Scrooge McDuck racist, and I bet there's a million single-serving blog articles about, like, some cartoon from the 40s where he was, where he beat up, like, a, a Japanese duck or some shit. Like, it has to, like, everyone needs to be upset about Scrooge McDuck for a day. Fair enough, fair enough. It uh, needs to be in one gonna, of the big, uh, the big notorious four yeah, Think Piece website. HuffPo, yeah. Docker, uh, what else, Jezebel, um, io9, I'm gonna add io9 okay. to that list, Wired, I, any of these, yeah. Well, they but will it make, has to be above the fold. It can't just be, yeah. like, at the bottom of the thing, yeah, HuffPo. of course. You know. They will make Scrooge McDuck apologize on the cartoon. For being homophobic that, or racist, I guarantee I mean, that's my prediction that that will happen in the rebooted cartoon. All right. So, so, uh, so before I split, let me just read the list one more time. Maddox has Amy Poehler. Yeah. I've got John Stewart. Sean's got Jennifer Lawrence. Your man's got Mark Zuckerberg. That's a good pick. And Dick's got Scrooge McDuck. All right. Correct. Twenty dollars in the pot. May the best man win. Well, we got our picks. Let's get to the solutions. solutions. You want me to go first? Go ahead. All right. My first solution, big, big solution, biggest in the universe, I think, maybe. And they're all about the universe. NASA. NASA. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, can't wait to hear this, uh, this shit show from you, from you, Dick. But you I, already I know- brought in satellites. It's a totally different different solution, man. But by the way, you can bring in every subset of satellites, too. We need to see all the solutions on the list, on okay. the big list. Yeah. All right. What has NASA done? What are they <laughs> a solution to? What has NASA done ever? Yeah. They put a man on the moon, shithead. What have you mm-hmm. done? I've looked at the moon. Yeah. That's it. That's about it. Here's some, here's some things that NASA has done. All right? Good question, Dick. Here's, here's some things. They created the International Space Station. There's that. Cool. Well, Huge laboratory in space. Yeah, made. dickhead. Scientific experiments. <laughs> yeah. Well, that Go bullshit ahead. you're going to smoke at Burning Man when the Earth becomes a lot of important experiments going on up there in, in uh, the International Space yeah. Station. They're just fucking around, wasting money. <laughs> Check it out, guys. I'm playing a guitar in space. That's space, right? Look yeah. at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm an astronaut playing a guitar. You I'm making so a much viral contempt. video for billions you, of dollars. Fuck you. Fuck you. You have so much contempt for scientific discovery and innovation. That's what you that's that's you, man. That's you in a nutshell. The Mars Pathfinder robot. They put a robot on Mars, a remote control, essentially a remote an RC vehicle mm-hmm. that is able to check the soil samples, detect the atmosphere in Mars, take high resolution photography. We're able to explore Mars by remote control. Uh-huh. That saves billions of dollars. And no corporation is going to fund. How does it save billions of dollars? Because if we had to send a mission there, right, a, a human mission there, yeah. it would cost way more 
just to do the same types of exploration that this Mars rover is doing. And it's also laying the groundwork to, for us to even know if it's, if, if it's sustainable. If it's sustainable for us to land on Mars and do further missions. We don't have to do either of those. We don't have we to do anything, We can just keep the dick. money and feed homeless people. Well, we can just keep all the money and do, uh, from, for scientific research and just live in fucking caves, idiot. We can just keep the money and feed hungry people. Go ahead. I'm not going to be a prick with your solution. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, <laughs> you ass. Uh, yeah. They they also put the first American in space. Okay, Again, that's si- good. More, yeah, of yeah. course it's good. And then they, they made the first U.S. satellite in 1958. Uh-huh. They got beat by the Russians, but we still put one up there. Uh-huh. The Hubble Space Telescope has given us more knowledge about the universe than any other human invention, I think. The Hubble Space Telescope. We've been able to see billions of light years away. Uh, and guess what? There's more stars. Whoa! That well, was worth it. Well, dick fuck, you couldn't have known that before they did that. What if they looked into the, the distant galaxies and the distant, the start of the Big Bang, the start of the universe, the very yeah. edge of the universe, and they saw something unexpected? Then you'd be like, oh, well, that was totally worth it. But you didn't know fucking, you didn't fucking know until they did that, did, did If they you? found like a guy, this is how to actually get laid 100% of the time. That's mm. what they saw with the Hubble telescope. Then I would say, okay, this was a good spend of what, $120 billion? How much did we spend for the Hubble telescope? Uh, more than that? Yeah. It's Man, up well, it's up, up there. there. I yeah. don't know what it is, but it's not. We redid Billions. it like two years ago or whatever. Fuck yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's one of the best tools of science that we have, the Hubble telescope. Uh, I would we, say MRI, but go ahead. Okay, well, these are. Uh, I'm sure that technology came from NASA. We have the Chandra X-ray Observatory. Let's just see clear images of supernovas, remnants of quasars, exploding stars, and even matters... Excuse me, it even matter as it disappears into black holes. All yeah. this theoretical science that everybody loves and all the technology and all the science that we're moving towards came from these technologies that NASA developed. Mm-hmm. The Pioneer 10 Jupiter satellite, we discovered so much more about Jupiter than we ever knew. <laughs> like what? Well, we discovered what the atmosphere was, was composed of in greater detail. We discovered the weather patterns on Jupiter. We discovered uh-huh. we looked into the uh, the storms that happen on the on, on Jupiter's surface and the turbulence, and then we can apply that science to things that happen on Earth and predict El Nino and other meteorological events by looking at other planets. We can do that. You know why NASA's viewership uh, Oh, you know what? I'll save this. Okay, go good. ahead. I'll good. save this. Because I got a shit ton of go ahead. I got I got a stats for you, buddy. I got a stats for you. NASA created the first reusable spacecraft. Before NASA, every rocket shot into space was just either destroyed or gone forever. They saved billions of dollars for the U.S. government just by creating a reusable spacecraft that then private industry took that design and applied it. And that's why we have uh, SpaceX coming up with their their own reusable spacecrafts. Hmm. So NASA couldn't do as good of a job as SpaceX then? No, they, they laid the groundwork for SpaceX. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're gone because SpaceX is, what, going to do a better job or not as good a job, NASA's, you think? NASA's not gone. There's, their focus has shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, the Apollo 11, and of course the Apollo 11 mission where we put a man on the moon. Uh, some would say the most monumental achievement of human history. Of yeah. human enti- throughout entire human history. Human civilization. Uh-huh. That's probably the greatest achievement. It makes we got everyone's off of dick feel big, basically. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's it. That's all we discovered right That well, Except here's the thing, dickhead. Here, here's some technologies that we have to thank NASA for. Uh-huh. LED lights. They were first used in NASA space shuttle plant growth experiments and low energy, but high intensity portable lighting. Did we really invent yeah. LEDs? At NASA yeah. invented LEDs? They applied that technology. They paid, they've had applied use for it. it or invented it? Because well, diodes probably invented before NASA. Yeah, but the scientists were hired by NASA to develop LEDs specifically for any kind of use or application, and it cost uh, it cost billions of dollars back then. But they're the ones who who made that possible. Uh huh. 
Because here's the thing, Dick. A lot of ingenuity and innovation comes from necessity, right? What's that? There's a quote that says that necessity is the mother of invention. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And that's why NASA NASA is responsible for the LED lights that we use. In infrared ear thermometers, they uh, they avoid contact with any mucous membranes. This is all from us, uh, NASA.gov, by the way. They avoid contacts with any uh, mucous membranes, which virtually eliminates any possibility of cross contamination. That has saved lives. All right. Yeah, and that's a pretty weak. If you're leading off with their best of, this is a pretty shit list. Oh, it's not in order, buddy. Uh, artificial limbs. How about that? They, did not, they had peg legs before NASA. Pirates yeah. <laughs> had peg legs before NASA. They yeah. didn't invent artificial limbs. But the, but the people who are running marathons and competing in the Olympics aren't using peg legs. They're using NASA technology de- that was developed for NASA. Okay. They're using they're using the padding, the innovation in robotics to create limbs that work and are flexible enough. NASA NASA developed the that padding. Shit. Okay, so we got sponges, we got ear thermometers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? And they sent uh, they sent some guys to Space Joshua Tree. Well, ventricular assist devices. <laughs> That's the moon. Space Joshua Tree. Good. Yeah. Real funny. We've got ventricular <laughs> assist devices. They keep the What's blood that? pumping in your body. They okay. keep your heart pumping blood mm-hmm. during heart transplants because they need a technology like this for astronauts. Okay. Yeah. My LinkedIn profile picture is me and Neil Armstrong. There is that get- true? Yeah. I met Neil Armstrong and uh, Gene Cernan and like eight other astronauts once at a birthday party for Tom Stafford. So you're a fan of this solution, NASA. I'm a, I'm a fan of space. I wanted to be an astronaut. I told my mom. She laughed at me. I was 26. And then you whatever. proved her wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. Look at you now. I get high all the time. <laughs> the, you think true. about space when yeah, you're high, I, I bet. No. Um, anti-icing systems. They allow pilots to fly safely through icy encounters. NASA Anti, that. We use those every day. Anti-icing systems. Yeah. Right? Millions of passengers <laughs> rely on those, dickhead. <laughs> I, highway safety grooves. Okay, you know those grooves? They cut, they cut grooves into concrete to increase the traction and prevent injury, first developed by NASA to reduce air traffic incidents. So cutting into the road? Yeah. They invented cutting holes in the road? The grooves in the side of the road? That, the, yeah. The, That's the, so you wake up if well, you veer too, off the yeah, road. That too. They, 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 created a technolo- they created this technology. They found that it would, it would in- improve traction. Here's the thing. Someone could have done this years before NASA, but NASA did it. NASA's the ones who did it. Yeah, because we gave them billions of dollars. Yeah. they said, improved, spend it however you want. They improved radial tires because they needed stronger tires for space shuttles. Mm-hmm. Radial tri- the tires last way longer today because of NASA. Chemical detection systems, they still use in terrorist, uh, in, at terrorist sites, at terrorist attacks, to see what kind of chemicals they may have used. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Isn't that called a spectrometer? Mass, I didn't invent mass that. Mass spectrometer? Yeah. Well, they, they're the ones who innovated those They those worked devices. on it. Yeah. They had a small asterisk oh, small. In, the okay. ma- in the mass spectrometer sure. Wikipedia article. Landmine removal, they use with, so this is one that's not entirely due to NASA, but landmine removal. Uh-huh. They work with the private industry. With the private uh-huh. sector by providing them jet fuel and different types of fuel that they can use to uh, disable landmines. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fire resistant reinforcements. These these are just things that we use every day that are fire resistant. Firefighter yeah. gear. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you were on fire? Yeah. And you had to use a fire retard system. Never, because uh, thanks to NASA, fire fire is uh, firefighter gear. All, almost all firefighter gear is based on lightweight equipment developed for NASA. That's that's a fact. Because they need to have heat resistance in space, and they need to have cold resistance in space. Mm. Temper aer- foam. The aerogel stuff's really cool. It is cool. Yeah, it is cool. Temper foam and memory foam. Memory foam mattresses. Casper. Yeah? Huh? Okay. We wouldn't even have a sponsor if we didn't have NASA. So, like, all of this is based on the notion that someone else wouldn't have invented it. 
Like no, it's a not. Lot of your, no, it's not. Yes, but it is. You're going through this list, and the basic presupposition is that without NASA, no one else would have invented this stuff. See, I, I was... Because I was pre- you always say that. I was predicting this horseshit libertarian argument because it's always... It's, it's like not it, that's libertarian. What it is. It's that's what it is. It's like a normal no, comment. Because your, your argument here, and this is why it's a fallacy, the argument here is that if NASA weren't around, private industry would have developed No, this. or the Soviets. Like, they got a satellite in space first, so it's kind of the... What is the Soviet version? of NASA called, my man? Uh, I don't know. Co- cosmonaut Town? USSR. Exactly. It's no, called it's, Cosmonaut Town. It's, it's USSR where the R stands for rocket. Yeah. So <laughs> they would have invented That sounds it. like a bad Beatles no, album. No. Any, anybody could fallacy, have invented it. That's you why. why you're bringing nope. in these uh-huh. people and organizations is, is shit. Because anybody could have invented this yeah, stuff. Yeah, could have but didn't, dickhead. Because they didn't have here's a chance. Thing. No, it's not that they didn't have a chance. They have a chance right now. There's there's in, there's all, an infinite amount of technologies that we haven't developed yet. And they're called yet. SpaceX. Hold so on. So NASA's not that important. Nope. Hold on. SpaceX is using technology that Na- NASA developed. Rockets. Yeah. Germany developed yeah. them too. But here's why here's why private industry won't always discover these innovations that NASA has discovered uh-huh. because there isn't always a financial incentive for them to do experiments and develop technologies to solve problems that aren't that lucrative. Like for example, Dick, no private industry is going to send a uh, a remote control vehicle to Mars to do experiments and to investigate Mars. But in solving those problems, NASA has solved future problems and created industries. There have been entire Here's industries Here's where your mind created. gets small, because private industry would send that stupid remote-controlled car to an asteroid to mine it. That's what private industry would do. They wouldn't just blow it, sending it to Mars and saying, hey, look, guys, we did something I don't know, mate. Here's the table scraps of our science. See if you can see if you can plug these in, into any real problems we have. Yeah. Private industry would have done all the same shit, mm-hmm. but they would come back with a spaceship full of gold or methane or wrong, something. Wrong dipshit. Because totally why right. would why would private industry risk everything, billions of dollars, to send a, a, a probe to an asteroid without guaranteed returns? That's what industry is. That's no, what investing it's not. is. Yes, it is. They're not dipsh- going to who, spend. Who's doing it, Dick? Who no funded, one's done it. Who funded the gold rush? Who funded the the early like investigation of the new world but that's Industries. after but that's after they, somebody the some explorer indus- discovered gold and then that's why that's what prompted the gold rush private industry knew that there was going to be guaranteed returns if they if they mined for gold because they already knew that panhandlers were finding it they thought they thought well if they're finding it on the surface there must be more below then they start digging and they find more gold that's how it's discovered who's the first gold miner who's the explorer nasa sutter's mill was that the first gold miner Something I'm yeah, going in, back in to. California. Yeah. yeah, I think it's in Northern California. Yeah, yeah, but the gold rush occurred from panhandlers, and then the word spread, and they were the first explorers. NASA is the panhandler of the universe. Now, yeah, I disagree. Yeah, because no private industry's done it you're, yet. You're Dick. right. No private industry would have sent spiders up in a space capsule to see how they spin webs in zero gravity. Thank God we have that research. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. An industry that was created because of NASA that wouldn't have been created due to private industry. Baby formula. NASA had this problem of getting food in low in, in a low enough density in, uh, in as compact as possible that's highly nutritious, mm-hmm. and they developed essentially baby formula for astronauts, which is not good for babies. Well, it's not. It, it, it's mother's look, natural, milk. Is natural far mother's better. milk is far better, of uh-huh. course, of course. But if you don't have the option or whatever, uh, then or you can use baby formula. You might say it's kind of hurting babies, though. Well, I mean, it's over reliance on formula, especially when formula is subsidized. Lower income babies get it more than higher income babies. Yeah, okay. Just saying. 
Well, that's true, but there's also uh, instances where mothers can't milk their their children due to uh, deficiencies, or if they're going through chemo, or they have some something in sure. their system that they're not supposed to do. Uh, baby formula has actually saved lives, and it's created an industry. Um, portable cordless vacuums. They <laughs> they had a problem to solve. <laughs> these, these are such shit inventions. Portable cordless vacuums. Yeah. You got to know that that's a shit invention. Okay, what about water purification systems? Is that a shit invention too, dickhead? I don't think NASA invented that. Yeah, they did for the astronauts. The ones that we're using today commercially were first invented for astronauts. Okay. Yeah. Better structural analysis. So they had to find out how to make their structures more powerful, more safe in space. And now we apply that technology here on Earth. All right. Refrigerated, internet-connected wall ovens. Now, this is a technology. No, no, no. This is different. This is different. This is a technology that is so new. Like, it's, it's one that private industry hasn't even exploited yet. This is a technology. It's essentially a refrigerator and an oven in one. Now, that sounds like one of those... Uh, uh, hogwash ex- inventions that you would hear about, like in Gremlins, like it in a scene sounds from like they stacked two things on top of each other. It's not. It's not. It's it's way more complex than that. <laughs> <laughs> I invented it. Look at me. So what they Where's do? Where's my billion dollars? No, they have this technology. It's pretty incredible. I was reading about it. They they have this technology where they put some frozen food into a refrigerator. Essentially, it's a refrigerator. Uh-huh. Then remote control by the internet from like NASA ground control, they have it scheduled. They, it gets uh, instructions on when to convert that device into an oven. And then without any intervention, it automatically cooks the food that was once refrigerated. It converts from refrigeration mode to oven mode. We don't have that technology today. Not on Earth. Not in the private sector. Because that would be just worthless to us. Yeah. Why is that? Like, well, you're going like, to go to the grocery both. store, throw your frozen pizzas in the fridge, and then be like, well, later today it'll be an oven. <laughs> It's like, let me clock out. Yeah. And you're like, cool, I got hot pizza now. And and what about the rest of the food that's in there? Yeah. Your bananas. What about any any of this? (laughs) Stupid invention. You boil the orange juice. Well, no, the reason ruined. the reason it's a good invention is it's because it's good for going to space. It's good and for no, going it's, to it's space. It's only yeah. good if you have to, if you insist on sending humans to space because it's a PR move. If yeah. you just sent robots into space, which would be far more efficient, you wouldn't need these stupid inventions. Yeah, Ski- but that's that's not going to make viral videos of playing a guitar, is it? Yeah, you're so cynical. Ski boots. Ski boots came from NASA technology. Adjustable smoke detectors came from NASA technology. Water filters, as I mentioned. Golf clubs. The modern golf club is all due to space technology. Uh, cordless boots. Excuse me. Cordless tools. Cordless tools were invented for NASA. Most cordless tools. Because before then, everyone thought, well, why, why would I need that? I can plug it in. All these in- innovations you take for granted came because of a, a, a need or a discovery. You know, have you ever heard of the mathematician? Dick, there's an entire field of mathematics called theoretical math. Right, where there's a there's specifically a mathematician. His name is Paul Erdős. Have you heard of Paul Erdős? Yeah. Okay. What do you know about Paul Paul Erdős? I know that he thought NASA was bullshit. No, he didn't, dickhead. <laughs> Paul Erdős was a theoretical mathematician, and his entire life was devoted to theoretical math. In fact, he tried so hard just to create mathematics that had no no practical application. Uh-huh. He would try to solve problems with no practical application. In fact, the encryption, remember your, your one of your solutions, Dickhead? Encrypting everything. Encrypting everything. That came from a theoretical branch of mathematics where no one was trying to solve any problem. Encryption? They were just doing experiments. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, encryption. The RSA formula, the RSA technology came from number RSA theory. RSA specifically, not encryption. Well, RSA specifically, but that's what we use today. Almost everything's RSA. RSA encryption came from theoretical yeah. mathematics. Right. Somebody sitting down trying to just look purely into the realm of thought and experiment in mathematics and then we found application because of it if it weren't for people like that if it weren't for no private industry is going to say 
hey, here's a billion dollars, go do something theoretical. Private industry says, here's a billion dollars, let's see a return. GE and Bell Labs have theoretical research divisions. I don't yeah. know if you might want to Wikipedia. Bell Labs doesn't that. anymore. Oh, they don't? Yeah, they shut it down. Oh. Hmm. It was like the largest like private employer of like research lab in the United States, and they got shut down like years ago. Oh. Like, I don't know, 10 or something like that. I wish you weren't here. Because I, I remember, I was like, I'm going I'm to go to college and I'm going to be a scientist. I'll work for Bell Labs. Yeah, and yeah. Right. I mean, they do have, like, research divisions, but they don't have, like, this big, Not anymore. just open-ended research lab like they used to. That's a bummer. UV blocking sunglasses. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's so much technology that NASA Sunglasses, vacuums, cordless drills. Cordless drills, I think drills, someone would have formula. invented a cordless drill when well, battery think, technology caught up. You think, but then NASA did. NASA did it. And that NASA has, some of the technologies that NASA has developed has created entire industry. Ski boots, the modern golf club, like all these technologies came from stuff that NASA did. And look, I'm not saying NASA's the only innovator. Uh-huh. And private industry definitely could have developed some of these technologies. But NASA has definitely developed a, just this huge laundry list of technologies that we use every day and we kind of take for granted. Golf but it's all clubs, space technology. That's true. Yeah. yeah, you can't There's play uh, dig out golf. I think you're talking specifically graphite shafts. Yeah, yeah. of course it's not golf clubs. No, it's specifically not specifically one no. tiny piece, like piecemeal contribution that wow. is nothing but a marketing gimmick. At the no, end of the day. they had they had golf clubs way back in the day. They were garbage. They were they were always breaking around, yep. uh, breaking down. They pioneered viral videos too. Now, I mean, who's oh, going to be great. the next one to play an acoustic guitar in space? Oh my gosh, Dick! You 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 pinpoint this one thing that annoys you about NASA? No, because that's what they are. No, because that first of all, viral videos weren't a thing before essentially 2003. Before that, there was there was like people would send around .mov this happened files. Last year, yeah, exactly. They weren't a thing before 2003. You're not contradicting me. What do you think I'm talking about? Viral video? Yeah, the guy who played the guitar up in space. Happened like that, last year. That annoys you. Yeah, yeah. Well, how's that bad? I, I don't know. We'll see. Why, we'll why, see why is the guy in. playing a guitar in space bad? Um, it is one step closer to I fucking love science. There is no scientific merit to that. It's just a, guy, it's just a shameless PR move to get people to love NASA more because, because at their core, it's a gigantic pork barrel project that can't be broken up because every state gets a kickback it's massively overfunded for the amount of developments they do that could be done by the private sector it's impossible to break up and all they want to do is sell their brand to the american people i don't i i think there's a lot of merit to developing space technologies but nasa specifically i don't think is responsible for it hmm. and so that, that move by the what do you mean who's responsible you said nasa's not responsible for developing space technology so who's responsible I don't understand the question. Now it's in the hands of SpaceX. Like, NASA doesn't even use their own rockets to get into space anymore. They use Russia's. So NASA is more reliant on the Russian space program than us. Well, essentially, it's the same thing. It's a Russian-sponsored, government-sponsored space program. So it's still a government-sponsored space program. I mean, if NASA was so great, why don't they do it themselves? It's, it's, because they not, got their funding cut. Yeah. Because of dickheads like you who don't see the merit in NASA. No, and that's why they rather, need those PR videos, Dick. They need those guys playing a guitar in space. And maybe maybe people think NASA's cool again. Maybe people think NASA's useful and they think that there's some merit to it. Yeah. So they give them funding. You've just no made my private, point. No private industry has yet sent a, a satellite to an asteroid to, quote, mine. Because you think you think that there's so much gold and diamonds and shit on there. Maybe. Maybe there is. But we need that it's first gold, explorer. And that's diamonds. NASA. Gold, not diamonds. Uh, you've, you've just made my point for me. How's that? Because of the, it's not returning any value. And they, people need to be convinced that it returns value. When I, th- I think there's, I think SpaceX and the companies that are sprouting up to take over for NASA, yeah. 
It, we'll we'll do fine. They'll develop plenty of stuff. Too. I don't think NASA's a great stuff. solution. Right. Uh, any of this stuff is a good solution on its own, but NASA is just an organization that has outlived its usefulness. Like it will be dead. NASA will be dead, and probably within our lifetimes. And the slack will get picked up by private industry. You think that, but that's again, not a great solution. You hope that. You hope that, but there's there's no evidence. To, there's no evidence. Private industry still they are not sponsoring. Look, they uh, they have, they may have some uh, theoretical departments in bell labs and who was the other one gm you said ge or ge right right biggest right. company on earth you know they they, uh, they kick some money towards that but i think that there is definitely some it's merit Google. in there's definitely some merit in purely theoretical experimentation and science mm-hmm. without the motive for money because if you if a scientist has the pressure to develop do, excuse me if a scientist has pressure to deliver a profit for their shareholders or for the company then that might inhibit ingenuity and it might inhibit inspiration it might force them to look at things that are lucrative but not necessarily enrich the human mind or uh exploration or discovery jesus christ all yeah. right which yeah. which leads to industry again the power tools industry you, you, should don't think teach, that you should teach at community college yeah like all these fucking ideas about enriching the human mind and experience blah blah blah, blah. nasa can't sell shit anymore they can't space shuttle was great the first time let's see what else you got what have they what have they done for us recently? They've done Honestly, it. what have they done that's good that's not remote control vacuum cleaners? There there's an entire article uh, of just discoveries that NASA has made since 2013 on the internet. Are I they didn't all full bring of that. that? Are there's, they all full of stuff like that? There look, it's theoretical stuff that we discovered today that we find application for tomorrow. That's why I, I mentioned Paul Erdish because his his work in theoretical mathematics leads to has is still they're finding solutions to problems we are discovering today because of groundwork the theoretical groundwork he laid uh, early on in his career. Uh huh. All it? right. Yeah. Good solution. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking insincere <laughs> bitch. Okay. Yeah, what's your mind? solution? Lenses. 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 You mean like the ones on the Hubble telescope? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think those are reflective lenses. I think the Hubble has mirrors. Okay. These what kind of lenses did you talk gla- about? Well, glass, any plastic, anything permeable, anything that bends light. Mm. Right? Okay. You know how many people are blind? Like, you know how many people can't see? Do you know where we would be without glasses as the a country? You, you'd be in the dark. We'd have to kill like, like <laughs> we'd have to kill like 70%. If there was no lenses to make glasses, I, you've got good vision, Sean, you have good vision? No, I have terrible vision. I've worn contacts for years. Okay, You're wearing so, contacts now? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Huh. We'd have to support you. All of us who have good vision would have to support everyone around us because they couldn't do shit. Dix, me, and Steve, do you wear glasses or contacts? Yeah, I wear glasses. I lost them at a, a beer festival a couple weeks back. <laughs> it was, you know, cool. I cut my hand on them when I found them. They were broken. Oh, my gosh, dude. How, okay. I mean, how hard were you going down to pick them up? Like, how fast were you going in? Oh, I didn't in? see them. They were, like, hidden oh. under some stuff in the back of the okay. van. Okay, And I went and just dragged my hand across it. Huh. it was, that's, t- that's sad. Now I don't have glasses. Seven out of ten Americans wear some type of corrective lenses. Uh, that figure jumps to about 90% uh, among those 50 and older. You see, without, without glasses, these people would be completely useless. They couldn't enjoy life at all. They wouldn't even be able to see their remote control vacuum. Oh, cleaners. hold on, Dick. I, I, t- yeah, you know what, Dick? I'm going to change my uh, my public shaming pool to Dick Masterson. I'm about Why? to shame you because you're you, that's that's re- that's incredibly offensive to blind people. You're saying they don't lead lead productive lives? No, it's the biggest disability on. Uh, oh, oh, they don't lead productive lives at all. You're or, asking? or they don't have joy from life. They don't get joy from life. What the fuck are you talking? about? You just about? said they don't get joy from life with a blind. People. I didn't say they don't get joy from life. What did you say? You just said. Sean, 
I think he was talking about productivity. Productivity. Yeah. Oh, you're saying they don't lead productive. Yeah, they they don't lead productive lives. So, you, what do you want me to say? That blind people produce zero. Is that, Is that what, what you're you saying? want me to say? What do you, you say- honestly want me to say that blind people produce nothing? No, but is that they, what you're really don't, asking? They don't. Pr- they're do not. Do we have unproductive. to focus on what the fact in this show that blind people would rather see than not see? Well, of course. Is that question really up for grab, up for debate here? Of course, they would rather see. Probably, yeah. right? Yeah. As would anyone who has some kind of astigmatism sure. or, vi- or is vision impaired. Sure. Right. Okay. Let's not be silly. Well, do you now, know, we don't need NASA to answer that question. You know, but but you know, but uh, we'll get to this later. But you know about the deaf, the deaf uh, defense movement, right? Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that it's part of their culture, right? That they can't hear. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, so go on. You're saying uh, current, blind, yeah, current use of glasses and contacts among the 18 plus American population don't need any type of corrective lens. 30 percent primarily wear glasses 60 percent. i have perfect vision so i don't understand what it's like to not have perfect vision or not have or have like a vision impairment it's like a bummer i didn't know until i was like 16 which is weird yeah you know i, I got how did you of, not know until you were 16 well my mom's like really bad at caring uh when it when you know i like broke my hand once and she's like it's not broke it's not broke. And like a year later, the doctor's like, this thing's super broke. <laughs> a uh, year later? Yeah, finally, because like my hand was all gnarled up and stuff for, oh you know, months. And I finally I was like, please take me to the doctor. And my mom's like, you're a jerk. And so we went. <laughs> hmm. And then the did, doctor's like, those are they, broke hands. So I've, I've heard of these stories where people break their hands or feet or whatever, and they don't get it healed for a long time. They, it reheals incorrectly. Do they have to re-break your hand to fix it? No, it's like a bunch of uh, like torn ligaments and like minor fractures and stuff. Oh, okay. So now like when the oh, weather gets worse. too cold, my hands yeah. get all cramped up oh. and stuff. So like, bless her heart, but there was like a lot of us in the house, so she wasn't like able to take care of everything. And uh, yeah, I was like, I'd always complain about not being able to see and stuff in class. And she'd be like, well, you just need to sit closer. And that was like the solution. Yeah. And then finally, mm. she's like, I'll take you to the eye doctor. And the doctor's like, yo, you got some fucked up eyes. Mm. You can like barely drive, can you? I was like, oh, I. <laughs> I shouldn't be on the road. Thank Doesn't God we me. have lenses yeah. to fix you. Yeah. Speaking of driving, imagine how much driving would be worse. Imagine how much worse driving would be if nobody had glasses. Yeah. Maddox, that can yeah. appeal to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Bicycles ran over every time. Pop these glasses <laughs> off. I'm crushing bicycles. Everybody on a bicycle would be dead. It wouldn't even be a valid mode of transmo- transmit anymore. Well, Dick, now you feel conflicted. Because that Why? would solve your your big problem with uh, as you co- as you call it bicycle. I just think they're sanctimonious assholes. Yeah. That's all. Okay. The who the world of no, no no. If it's seven out of ten people who need glasses, that means four point two billion people worldwide need glasses. Wait, how much? It's everybody. Four point two billion people. That's really that many? If it's seven out of ten, and it's seventy percent of people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know when contact lenses were first invented? I do not. They've been around for decades. For decades. They were, they were uh, hard contact lenses, yeah. which were I can't imagine putting in your eyes. Yeah. Okay, so this is really interesting, Dick. The, the full implication of what you just said is that if contact lenses were, weren't developed, say, let's say the 80s or 70s, right? Pro- probably the 80s. I think that's when it, it really started to take off, right? Uh, contact I th- lenses? I think they've been around since the 70s. 70s. I don't know who was using them in the 70s because, okay. like I said, they were probably painful to put in your eyes. Well, so so the the technology that we use today that uh, that was developed mature enough for, so that people could use. So that means that before the seventies, that the majority of uh, photographs of people should be of them wearing glasses, right? Because seventy no. percent could be vanity. Yeah. You what do you so? mean? So, so are you the, trying the to do some proof of that glasses aren't used a lot? No, no, no. Or what? No, the, 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 yeah. Well, here's here's the full implication: either that people before the seventies either had to wear glasses. 
And there, there should be photographic evidence of basically seven out of ten people should be wearing glasses in old photographs. Not, not or, necessarily for yeah, what people, I just said. Or, or that there were just a lot of blind people going around. Well, they're they're not you, blind when they don't wear glasses. Yeah, I'll nearsighted, myopic, whatever you know. But you need you'll probably need glasses at some point in your life. Yeah. Like your eyes will not, you know, will not work as well at some point. Some people last a lot longer. My oh, brother's okay. like, you know, late or mid thirties. He has perfect vision. Mine went shitty at like 20. Okay. That makes mm. more sense. Yeah. All right. The oldest known lens is the Nimrod lens. Uh, it's a 3000 year old piece of rock crystal that was inner, unearthed in modern day Iraq. Uh-oh. Oh. Iraqi invention. Yeah. Uh, may have been used as a magnifying glass or as part of a burning glass to start fires by concentrating sunlight. Fire. The invention of fire. No, no. That was, that was a lens. That was an early They didn't have flintstones back then. They started fires with little lenses, according I don't think to. so. What do you mean? I don't think so. I think I think that uh, that flint was was uh, used way way thousand years ago. Yeah, way before lenses. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll the, see. the Native That's Americans. The, internet the Native, Native Americans used flint, and they haven't found lenses in Native American cultures. Uh, earliest mention of lenses in is in ancient Greece, where they used them to see up men's buttholes. <laughs> I don't. That's what Wikipedia says. I don't know. Literally says buttholes. Yeah. Yeah. They spelled it wrong too. With uh, <laughs> one T. <laughs> With a W? Yeah. <laughs> One T and a W, yeah. Pliny the Elder writes about using burning glasses. Look, it's, this is saying that, that this lenses were used throughout prehis- prehistory to start fires. I think that's a pretty good solution. Yeah. Uh, Reading len- stones were often used to illuminate manuscripts, blah, 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 blah. Lenses came into widespread use in Europe with the invention of spectacles, probably in Italy in the 1280s. Microscopes rely on lenses. Cameras, yeah. no pictures, no photography without yeah, lenses. Yeah. Microscopery. Micros- microscopery. Yeah. Imagine all the science we couldn't do without the lens. That's true. Solar power. Focusing a beam of solar light on that stupid little photo cell. Okay, that's newer, yeah. but yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Magnify- what is even a magnifying glass for? Can someone tell me that? It's killing ants and stuff. It is- right? It has no yeah. practical purpose. No, no, like, no. Why it's does- like just for, you know, a nine-year-old to grab a the junk drawer and torch up some ants. That's what I thought. Yeah. Now, a magnifying glass is for a reading... Uh, it's it's for mm-hmm. like elderly people who See, have. I'm listening. <laughs> You're making a lot of sense. It's a precursor to reading glasses. Yeah. Oh, okay. And also uh, detectives. Detectives use them yeah, to look why, at fingerprints. Yeah, that's what I mean. Why yeah. do they have a magnifying glass? Like, can they? Does that help if the if the fingerprint is twice as big? Honestly, I've been looking. Sometimes I drop a tiny screw someplace, and it's it's really kind of you know it's a black screw on some someplace dark like gravel or something grainy. I have used a magnifying glass to. What are you uh, doing to look with for? tiny machine screws in a gravel pit? Hey, I'm a scientist, buddy. <laughs> I, I plug yeah. out my pee hole, all right? <laughs> <laughs> telescopes? Yeah, yeah. Have, there's no navigation to the new world without telescopes and Finally. without lenses. Yes, bravo. Even though the Hubble telescope doesn't have it. Radio astronomy use some, uses some kind of uh, lens. To well, it's the same there. concept. Sure, same concept. Yeah. EM waves or whatever. Wait, wait, yeah. you said radio astronomy? How's radio astronomy use lens? Uh, I, I, I don't know. They do, electric lenses. Well, you could make a lens I, antenna. It's I guess the same principle, could, but you just build a big antenna. Yeah, it, it's it's almost inverted, and it is. Yeah, it's using wavelengths of light, which which radio waves are. It's just it, they're all wavelengths, right? So so essentially, they're they're. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Flashlights. You don't have to carry a torch like a dick. <laughs> Flashlights rely on a lens. Uh, I'm sorry, Dick. <clears throat> I would rather carry a torch like Rambo. 
Rambo, in first, Rambo First he? Blood, he was in that cave, and he ripped off a piece of cloth and dipped it in kerosene, and then he used it to uh, attack bats and uh, rats with it. Okay, well, maybe that not, that's not a good one. Then. Big screen TVs. What would America be without big screen TVs and big titties? <laughs> you need a Fresnel lens to have a big screen TV. That's absolutely true. You, you Take, a, is, that, is it Fresnel or Fresnel? Fresnel. Oh, it's Fresnel. Oh, I've been yeah. pronouncing it wrong my whole life. That's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's my solution. Dick, I got to tell you a lens story. So a long time ago, when the internet was still really ripe, really young, right? Not ripe, really young, pre-ripe, premature, right? You're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the next celebrity being shamed? Uh-huh. Uh, when the internet was still really young, I would uh, look around on my dial-up modem to interesting articles and things, and there was this there was this website way back in the day. Always what? Whatever you do is always so shady. Like your <laughs> correspondence that you wanted from your mom. I have no idea what that is. Looking at interesting articles with yeah. your fourteen-four baud modem, very shady. My game fan magazines. My mom would bring me down my game fan magazines. That's not correspondence. That's correspondence. All right. All right. So anyway, I I would be looking at inter- interesting websites. And I found this one where these guys were experimenting. They, they found that the Edmund Scientific Catalog, you know, the, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Edmund Scientific, but you should definitely go to this website. They have so much cool science shit that you can buy, experiments you can try at home, and so on and so forth. These guys were talking about this giant Fresnel lens that they bought from Edmund Scientific. And it was something like um, uh, two feet by two feet. And they said that it focused, it was essentially like a piece of... Uh, What's the, what's the transparent uh, plastic? Uh, cellophane? No, no, not cellophane. Lucite? Plexiglass. Either lucite or plexiglass, yeah. With ridges cut into them, like a Fresnel lens. That's what a Fresnel lens is. They use it in lighthouses and so on. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially like a giant magnifying lighthouses glass. Lighthouses wouldn't have lighthouses without lenses. That's true. There That's we go. true. So it's essentially like a giant magnifying glass, and you can use it to focus the, the sunlight. But because it's so big... This thing, they were like burning through aluminum cans and things like that. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's cool. Then I went to the website and I found one. They, I think it was like uh, three feet by three feet. It was ridiculously big. I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna buy the biggest one they have. I spent like 120 bucks for this thing, including shipping. So they sent me this giant lens, and as soon as I got it, I ran outside. I cut my hands up because the sides <laughs> of the the lens were really bad. So I'm bleeding all over this thing. And then I'm looking was it around. Square? Yeah, it's square. It's just like a big flat. Weird. I thought square. that they had to be circular. Uh, circles no the effective area is the circle yeah Yeah. they just come in a square correct yeah 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 it's still it's still circular the the ridges they cut into it like the fresnel pattern um so i i went out there and i was looking at things uh, around my neighborhood and everything looked giant and i thought oh this is really cool but then by accident (laughs) the sun started to focus on my chest and immediately like it started to burn that quick and i thought oh holy shit i gotta be careful with this thing so then i started turning it on insects and uh aluminum cans Uh and uh, and everything i was burning it would boil water instantly if you had if you had water in like a black body like a black cup or something like that it would boil that water instantly it would burn through aluminum cans like nothing it was amazing. I loved burning things with this uh, in my in my yard. This sounded like the birth of Lex Luthor. Like I thought this was going to be the story of how you lost your hair. Like you've got a gigantic <laughs> lens in the front yard, and the next thing you know, your head's a giant scar. Well, then I got the idea to use lenses like this. I thought, well, it's pretty. It's relatively simple to set up an array of lenses like this and boil water and use it for energy in the desert. And then right. that's essentially what they're doing today. Yeah, I came up with that. They are me, all me. They use salt baths. So, all right, that's my that's my solution. If you wear glasses, vote it up. So, seventy percent of our audience should be voting. This yep. Up. Go ahead. You got another solution? I do have another solution, Dick. We're running out of time. Too. We are. Oh my gosh, this is a long episode. Uh, that was a good solution. I actually like that. Um, my final solution here, the final uh-huh. solution, <laughs> is uh, generosity. 
Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the final G <laughs> solution. bullshit uh, solutions. Uh, Every, is that what you do now? Uh, One solution and then a preachy soapbox uh, solution? Uh, he got intemperance yeah, two temper- times ago. I hate this one so much Yeah, already. me too. Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you. you. Why do you guys hate it? Fuck you, Why generosity. Are you on- I haven't even said a damn fucking thing. What? What's my what's your problem with generosity? Sanctimonious uh, okay. bicycle riding prick. You know, both of those both moderation or temperance and generosity came from the same list. And I'll tell you where what the source of that list is. Eventually. The Bible? No, dickhead. <laughs> Asshole. These are <laughs> these are what? ancient virtues, dickhead. These That's are the Bible. Well, the Bible's not the oldest text. There's there's things that predate the Bible. Ever heard of BC? It's most of history. Most of human history was BC. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, man. Generosity is never half heard. of the Bible what? is BC. What half of the Bible is BC? Yeah, but but before BC, before that, there's still tons of BC. That BBC, the Bi- BBC. Okay. <laughs> Pre BC. Pre BC. Oh my gosh, Dick's go man ahead. Steve. What's, why should we be? Why should we be generous, Maddox? Because generosity never hurt anyone. <laughs> That's such bullshit. Oh yeah. Well, listen to this, man. Generosity is a virtue that lets people not be tied down by their concerns about their worldly possessions. Oh, and you're about to go to some God. dick fuck conference in, in the desert, oh, right? Burning Man. Conference. It's yeah. a conference. <laughs> it's a conference. It's the biggest con there is, buddy. You're going to the Burning Man con. Let's call it Let's call it what it is. It's the Burning Man con. It's a you're gifting going, economy. It's yeah. all about generosity. Sure. It's all about generosity. Yep. And it leads to charity. Without generosity, there is no charity. Uh-huh. And Dick, when you want to uh, protect, defend the uh, the the uh, uh, super wealthy billionaires and corporations, you're like, oh, they're the biggest philanthropists. That's generosity. They are. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. <laughs> I like. He that. nailed your impression there. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I just like had to double take because I thought it was you. Yeah. That was the fancy Dick impression. Yeah. Yeah, there's a was, couple Dick yeah, impressions. There's a bunch of dicks, One's yeah. the stupid Dick. Uh huh. One's the fancy Dick. Uh huh. One's the pugnacious dick. Go ahead. The pugnacious dick. I love that one. This is, um, so generosity usually means giving more than you expect in return. It's the founding principle that drives all charities. Mm -hmm. And things you can, here are things you can be generous with. I got, um, I got on, I, I got a list here. Your talents. You can be generous with your talents. Oh, God. Right. Well, I, was, I was wondering how long it was going to take to circle back to you. Yeah. And it started. At, you're like the singularity of narcissism. Like you being around you is like a black hole of narcissism where it, no no comment can escape your event horizon. It just immediately circles back. I'm so conflicted because I agree with that. But I'm also <laughs> pissed off because you're shitting all over me. NASA does not have the equipment to gauge the weight of your narcissism. <laughs> it collapses in on itself. Yes. Oh man, that's funny. Um, you you can be generous with your house, huh? Like I, you you could be generous. I know I'm always something generous. about that. Don't yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dick Dick's man, our our guest for the show, yeah. wouldn't be here if it weren't for your generosity, Dick. Yeah, true that's story. true. Your really generosity true. has really improved. reached out from the heavens and right. pulled me up there. See, so this show exists because of all of our gener- generosities. Dick's generosity for opening his house to you. Sean's generosity. For sharing his talents, his his work with us, his time and his work, and mm-hmm. my generosity for sharing everything that I am with you guys. Right. My 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 brilliance, my talent, my skill. Uh-huh. My Nobody debating. else got a whole paragraph. Well, yeah. No one else is as generous as I am. So magnanimous. Yeah. Magnanimous. Magnanimous. Magnanimity is what I have, and magnanimous is what I am. Your body, you can be generous with your body, Dick. I know you like that one. Huh? I do. I like showing a lot of thigh. I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> well, we wish you wouldn't. 
Um, your time, you can be generous with your time, as I mentioned. You can be generous with your food. That's really good. If you're ever at a restaurant and you don't have any food, I sound like Donald Trump just now. That's really good. Uh, if you're at a restaurant and you don't have enough food, uh-huh. you can't afford it, you're a little bit low on funds, one of your buddies says, here, here, buddy, have a have a burger, have a, have a hamburger. Stick. Have a bread say, have a hamburger. Why, why not? Why is that a, is that a bad thing? <laughs> That's just like a weird way to frame generosity. <laughs> it's generous. That's a ge- Look, man, if, if I'm at a, a restaurant or something, I show up late, everyone's already ordered, and I'm hungry, I, I feel peckish, uh-huh. but I can't order because I don't want to be that that dick who's uh, everyone's waiting on, right? I just won't order. That's I'm being generous with my, what? what am I being generous with? I'm just being generous. That's just really generous. I think it's been very generous of the media to call the Ghostbusters movie an all-female reboot when two of them are clearly men. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) Yeah, no, not that kind of generosity, Dick, although I'll give you that. So you can. So it's really nice if somebody gives me a, a bite of their burger or their, a bite of their hot dog. That's nice. Come okay, on. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's nice. nice. Come on. Are there foods that like someone could offer you and you would be like, no, that's not generous. Yeah. Pepperoni fucking pizza. No thanks. Well, we can rehash Thanks, that. but no mm-hmm. thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 this actually happened not not even an hour ago. Chicken McNuggets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dick's man Sean brought in some chicken nuggets and he offered Steve. me one. I almost. It's Steve. Steve. Oh my gosh. Dick's Steve. man Steve. How rude. Dick's other man Sean. Dick's Dick's other man Steve. So he brought in uh, he brought in some chicken nuggets and I was washing the dishes and he said he said hey man want one I almost said yeah put it in my mouth and then I realized what it was and I said no thanks thanks but no thanks but you were very generous and I can't impugn you for that. They're pretty good. First chicken nuggets. Well, I mean, I've technically, had I'm the generous one. I bought the nuggets. That's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> it does course. come back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dick's the generous one. You can be generous with your consideration. Like, <laughs> what? What? It's just so weird to hear you talking about generosity. I'm a generous dude. As is the case when I listen to people go on and on about their stupid problems and shit that doesn't matter. Ah, there we go. Yeah. That sounds right. I've entertained some real dumb shit notions, like with 9-11 truthers. Look, I shut those I shut those idiots down hard. Uh-huh. I shut them down hard on the internet. But then every now and then, in real life, you get one of my dopey friends come by. Hey, Maddox, have you heard of this theory about World Trade Tower 7? And it was a controlled demolition. And I listen, I... I I'm, and I'm generous with my consideration. I don't shut them down as quickly. How often and does that happen to you? Too Cause often. Because I, uh, I got to tell you, that never happens to me. I'm no. not getting people accosting me with 9-11 conspiracy theories. Dick, that's because you have one one type of friend. And, okay, and here we is, go. <laughs> it is a group of people. Generous with his opinions. <laughs> right here. All of them unvarnished. <laughs> nonsensical, fault. but to a fault. Generous with his, with his opinions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would say that you have a, t- a specific type of friend uh-huh. who resonates with you. They're on okay. the same wavelength, and you either get or you don't, uh, whereas I do not. I have different disparate groups of friends. Yeah. I have groups of friends who are smart. I would, con- I would lump you into that, Dick. You're, you're uh, in, the, in the upper tier of smart, lower uh-huh. half of the upper tier of smart. Okay. Well, <laughs> so backhanded. Lower upper class. I'll take it. <laughs> but no, for, for real, like, I, I, I consider you an intelligent person. And then I have friends who are in the conspiracy realm. Uh-huh. I have friends who are in the, uh, you know, truth realm. Uh, I have friends who are in the re- in the religious realm. I have liberal friends. I have conservative friends. I have friends of all of all walks of life, right? And so that's why I'm generous. I'm generous with my consideration and time. Yeah, by by entertaining these dumb these dumb shits, these dumb shit notions. So this is from Wikipedia. 
Generosity does span throughout all the religions. In Buddhism, generosity is one of the ten perfections and is the antidote to the self-chosen poison called greed. That sounds like a sermon. Um, yeah. Generosity is known as charity in the Bible and the, and the Don, the Eastern religious scriptures. In Islam, the Quran states that whatever we give away generously... With the intention of pleasing God, he will replace it. So almost every world faith. <laughs> That's what the Quran says. <laughs> or else. Almost every world faith. Actually, when I went to uh, Dubai a long time ago, it was kind of weird. I saw these machines set up around malls and stuff that look like ATMs, but they weren't ATMs because you don't get money out of them. You put money into them and you just what? walk away. Yeah, they're charity machines. Oh my! That's disgusting. Yeah, they, they that's take. Di- that's disgusting, though. Here, but here's the dark side of generosity. Okay, you're giving to people who don't need it. Get the fuck out! The gener- the the definition of generosity is giving to people who yeah, but who need it. It's a very it's the same. This enabling is the same is the same coin. It's the other side of the same coin. I, I think generosity is great, but in moderation. Use your temperance. <laughs> Use your temperance when it comes uh, to... You pissed me off, Dick, because you got me. That's true. Moderation... Look, generosity and moderation is fine. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I agree with that. But here's the thing, Dick. I have this friend who's very conservative uh, from Utah, and for years, he used to shit on homeless people. Not literally, but oh, metaphorically. Oh, I hate homeless people now. <laughs> Why? Why? You oh, do? I moved up north, northern California. I don't know if anyone's been there. Yeah. Uh, don't. Don't. Like north of San <laughs> Francisco go. is a waste of your time. Yeah. Just don't do it. Uh, no, there's a ton of ho- there's like more homeless people in Mendocino County than there is in Hollywood. It's horrible. Hmm. I had no opinion about homeless people or whatever hippies or whatever they want to call themselves until yeah. I had to like feed them and have them make fun of me. Like, like we had this group of like nasty homeless people, and they're like, "You can have all the beer in the fridge except for these two beers. These two beers are like special reserve craft beers. I'm yeah. gonna share them with my girlfriend." And they were just like, "Oh, cool!" And they just like took those anyways. Ah, the whole time asshole. they're like stomping around the house. The, the term was a housey. What the fuck yeah. are they doing in your house? Oh, it's raining, and I was generous, so let's keep this uh-huh. idea flowing. <laughs> yeah. you, got, you got a porch? Uh, yeah. No, I don't. My life is awesome. Uh, yeah. So. I didn't have an opinion until I went up there and I had to deal with these fuckers every day. It's yeah. awful. They're like, yeah, it is awful. They like asked for something. I was drinking a bottle of whiskey and I was like, no, you guys can have all the you can have all the beer in the fridge you want. I worked at the brewery at the time. Yeah, you have all the beer in the fridge you want. Don't touch the whiskey. Don't touch those two beers. And they just bitched about it the whole time. Like this uh-huh. one guy was like, well, I'm not even gonna stay here then if yeah. you're not gonna like share your stuff. Cool. Like, Very Fuck cool. Off. Good. Get Take out. Take a walk. It'll go be fun home. for you. Yeah. Go they home. Don't have which home, is the street? Go, go to the street. Some busted up spray painted van that's parked in front of my. That's, that's got to be. That is a true hippie. Yeah. yeah. See, th- see, gross. see, Steve. That's not. Those aren't homeless people. Those are hippies. You're, sure. you're, you're dealing with hippies. But when hippies, you say hippie, I think like someone with a. I don't know. I think like nineteen sixties flower child oh, or whatever. Yeah. Like, nope. The times these people are just like dirty and yeah. they beg and yeah. they like are yeah. proud of it. No, I think generosity is going to bite you in the ass no. more often than it won't. Right? Well, it, like, it, keep it for yourself. It can't because there's nothing <laughs> that will <laughs> never fucking, bite you in the ass. No, 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 no. That's not true. It will. It can. But uh, but here's the thing, uh, uh, Steve. You can go to Venice Beach, uh, Dick's man, Steve. Sorry. You can go to you can go to Venice Beach, and there are exactly the person you're describing is a bunch of smelly, dirty hippies who feel entitled to shit that they don't have because they feel like the world should just provide. Right. I talked to this guy at a party one time who was dressed like a Native American, white, white, the whitest person. He's whiter than Sean. Sean's the whitest person I'd seen before I saw this guy. Mm-hmm. The whitest person. He dressed like a Native American, and he sit there and sat there and lectured me about how we don't need jobs, we don't need money, because the earth provides everything we want. He said, just go to an apple orchard. Have you ever seen an apple orchard? I'm like, yeah, someone planted those, and someone was paid for them, and someone paid for the seeds, and someone pays for the water. And Someone's they're covered working. in pesticides. Yeah. 
You think that, the, that that's just fucking free food, idiot? Yeah. Someone worked hard to get that food that you're stealing. Essentially, you're stealing. You're not take. You're not getting food from Earth. Yeah. Yeah. If you planted those yourself, go go ahead. Go nuts with your apples that are only going to last you one season. But <laughs> you definitely need work and 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 currency and money. Those those are hippies. Those are. It's. But uh, yeah, these these ATMs in in uh, Dubai were weird. You you would run your credit card. And then it would give you an option of like $25, $30, $40, whatever you want. To and then donate I think to Islam? You would donate to Islamic charities, yeah. And they uh. even had, I think some of them even had drawers for gold. So you could put in jewelry or actual gold coins and things like that. You could just wow. donate. Yeah, it was a really weird thing. I've never Dubai seen that before. walk around with like coin purses of gold? Oh, my buddy, my friend, everyone in Dubai is a prince. Yeah, they're walking around with gold. Yeah. Well... Um, there's there's one more. There's the Missionary Church of Copamism. Have you heard of this? No. This is really interesting. It's a, it's a church from Sweden, and it says that all knowledge is for everyone and that copying and sharing information is sacred. So it's uh, it's kind of like a, a, a piracy-based religion. And this is their, their logo. I'm showing them this, uh, this logo. It's a big digitized K. Uh-huh. And then they have a yin and yang symbol where the black part says Control-C and the white part says Control-V. So they're very generous with other people's content. Yeah, well, they, they believe that uh, no ideas should be copyrighted, that uh, they are for piracy. They distance themselves from the pirate bay, but they do believe that, that uh, all they, they, everyone should be generous with ideas and thoughts. That's great when you have no ideas. Try mm-hmm. having an idea, then you get a problem. That's a cool logo. I'm going to put this on a shirt and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> How's that as a fuck you to their uh, ideology? But yeah, man. Anyway, generosity, I think, is a big solution. All right. Last one. Yeah. Cans. Cans. That's my solution. Not talking about <laughs> boobs. Oh, okay. You can't recycle a box. You can recycle a can. That's fucking bullshit. Of course you can. <clears throat> you can recycle boxes, no, buddy. No, no, no. They don't recycle very well. They fall apart. That's just they a turn re- into mush. Aluminum. Oh, baby. You can recycle that thousands of times. Cardboard. Maybe two, and you're done. That's done. It's a huge waste. You want to drink a box of diet coke? No. You want to drink a can of diet coke? You want to get your oil shipped to the U.S. In a box? No. Yeah. You want to get it shipped in a barrel. A container. A big. A container is a big box. A storage no, no, container. Yeah. No, no, no. A barrel is like a big can. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's well, a Why? barrel? Would it be a cylinder? Yes. That's just a round tube. That's no. a round square. Can, round box. can has one side. <laughs> a can does all the work of a box with one. Why do the work of six sides <laughs> when you can just use one side? Right? Cans are six times better than boxes. Boxes can go fuck themselves. <laughs> You know how many cans are made worldwide every no. year? 475 billion cans are produced worldwide every year for food, uh, for food and beverages and other shit. You know how many boxes are made every year? Hmm. Who cares? Because boxes you. suck. Boxes are, you know what they ship cans of goods in? In boxes, Bigger cans. No, they don't. Cans are much safer, though. No. They cans roll. Cans roll. Cans. If you drop a can, there's only one chance. Like, let's say you're standing on a hill, mm-hmm. and someone hands you a can of soup, and they say, say <laughs> "Dick Masters," and here's some soup because I'm generous. I'm sharing my clam chowder with you, right? Uh-huh. You take. They Gross. hand you. They hand you the can, and if you, it slips and falls out of your hand, there's only one shot of that can landing on one end. Otherwise, it's gonna roll down that fucking hill, and you're out of soup. There's someone wrote a song about that. What? Like I lost my poor meatball. Really? Uh, yeah. That's a classic. When you get pissed mm-hmm. off, do you open up a can of whoop ass or a box of whoop ass? Box um, of whoop ass is ridiculous. You um, would never open up. You could have to get a box cutter out. Can you just <laughs> pop the top, man? That's it. Can the whoop ass flow. Yeah, exactly. Exact. Pandora had a box. 
Yeah. You know who has a can? Huh. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, right? No, Dick, right? you can't right? put anything in that. Well, you can put one thing in that can. Am I right, gentlemen? Yeah. Like penis. Cans are lightweight <laughs> like no other packing uh, materials could withstand the heat required to store foods. Uh, what are you going to store food in a box? Yeah. Light it on pure. Uh, People put food in boxes all the time. Idiots put food in boxes. You don't put boxes. Box. You get a box of popcorn. A box of spaghetti. Box of spaghetti, sure. Dick. Dick's man, Dick's man, Steve, I don't know whose side you're on here, but it's pissing me off. Whose side are you on here? Are you saying that sarcastically? Because I, I would eat a box of spaghetti. You eat a box of spaghetti. Yeah, man, Chinese food, Chinese leftovers come in boxes, not cans, not cans, not cans. And by the way, I would drink wine out of a box, not out of a can. You give me wine out of a can, I'll spit it in your face. No, no, no. You put wine in a can and carry it around, and it looks like you're just drinking a Coke. No, it tastes like tin. You're cutting your mouth. You don't cut your mouth open when you eat food out of a box. You cut your mouth open when you eat food out of a can. That's, that's a fact. Uh, steel recycling is the rate of 66%. Uh, I'm reading the wrong stats. Look, it's more efficient to have cans. Look, fuck these numbers. Cans it's, are better than boxes. It's only more efficient to recycle. Sounds like you brought in recycling as your solution, Dick. But, but seriously, what is, what is a can but a round box? It's essentially a round box. You brought in boxes, buddy. And by the way, when you, when you get a big... Box of you, you get a bunch of soup at stores, right? And they get they ship them to the stores uh-huh. in boxes. Otherwise, those cans will be rattling around all over the place. In fact, cans are such problems that they sometimes have to put big plastic rings around those, mm. right? To, just to keep them together so they don't roll all over the place. A roly poly. That's your that's your solution. You know what is a spaceship? Basically, a can. A box with wings. No. A spaceship is just basically a round can yeah. with wings on it. Uh-huh. You're going to get to space in a box? You're yeah. going to send up your stupid satellites? Where would NASA be without cans? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I think cans roll, and that's, that's inconvenient. All right. That's my solution. So are we going to are we gonna get into the final chapter of the trilogy? I mean, I'm, I'm more than willing to share. You're more than willing to share? So last time we left off, we met, we met about a year ago at Burning Man. Yeah. Right? Yep. You were having some problems. And some some uh, some normal some normal problems. Nothing weird, but nothing super weird. No job, girl no job. girl problems. Girl, my girlfriend at the time thought it would be cool to sleep with like I don't know four dudes. Oh yeah, I remember that. While man. living at my mother's house, and then one of those dudes happened to be like my childhood friend from middle school. But like, uh, no big deal. I learned che- all- cheating a big problem. Well, we yeah. brought that in recently. <laughs> it's a big it's a problem. problem. You would vote yeah, that's for a that. Big problem. I so we it. we met up, and I said, "Hey, come come live with me for a while. Fig- figure it out in L.A." Generous, yeah. generous and you, of you. Generosity. And you watched uh, all of Breaking Bad. I did in my apartment. I did binge watch Breaking Bad and BoJack Horseman. In my defense, one season, but yeah, yeah. I did that. Generosity, maybe not such a great solution after uh, all. Then, then moderation, moderation in general. Then we th- we we brought it into the podcast. The story. Well, also in my defense, I did get a couple jobs working as the PA. You, you did. It was great. I'm just busting and I, balls. Uh, you know, I, I put it. I went up to Beverly Hills and was told not to get. I didn't get to work there. Not a big deal. Target yeah. shut me down. I was too qualified to scan things. Did Beverly Hills ask where the Winnebago was at? <laughs> I wish. So, your next move, after you left L.A., and this is where it it got brought into the podcast, you went to the Kingdom of Weed. The Kingdom of Weed, right? yes. And just to quickly quickly recap for everyone, you got involved with the Duke of Weed and the Duchess of Weed. Yeah, more or less. And and as their fairy tale was unraveling, a fairy tale between you and the Duchess of Weed began. 
Absolutely. Is that right? Yeah. No, I, that's a fun way to put it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I like to keep it fun because yeah. what we're talking about is aggravated assault. So let's keep it fun <laughs> and light. What Fair happened enough. next was the Duke of Weed, in a problem we called Chump Syndrome, mm-hmm. yeah. started mm-hmm. making very aggressive threats on your life. Yes. For swooping in on his territory. Yes. Right? Yeah. However, she was she was done with it. She was and done with it. And once a woman makes up her mind where love is concerned, that's it. I will make like the one concession for the Duke of Weed, and that is that, like, I was living at his house, mm-hmm. the Duke and Duchess. Mm-hmm. I was at their house, and then when they split up, I began my romance with the Duchess. Sure. Relatively quickly. How how quickly? Like a couple like, seconds or? Uh, like three or four days. Three or four days. Oh, days. <laughs> Come on, that's a lifetime in so, relationships, a lifetime. man. So maybe that was a little rude. I don't know. I'm it's not a- bad form. I'll, give, I'll say I'll say that it's bad form. How close were you to the the Duke? Um, I met the Duke also at Burning Man a previous year. Oh, so I so you had some. Uh, so this would be almost like someone. I met both like of Dick. them at the same time. So right. this this would be like someone you had a relationship with, like Dick, right? Yeah, it's I would say similarly. Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. well, Uh-oh. I don't know. Even then, not really. Like I'd met him at Burning Man, but like. Uh, Dick and I hung out a lot at Burning Man last year. Yeah. Like, we were hanging out and stomping around wearing bunny ears and drinking mm. cucumber melon water Dick, or yeah. something. Dick's man, Steve, I'm sorry. This uh, this sounds like a violation of the bro code. Yeah. Uh, oh, the bro code is is something for little boys. In mm. real life, there is no bro code. And big bro. There is a bro code. No, 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 no. You're no, saying no, there's no, no bro no. code? No, you? man, I think that is homoerotic. Like, the whole bro code <laughs> thing. Hey, homosexual men have bro codes too, man. They don't sleep with each other's bros. I think it's that's ch- where the bro code originated from the <laughs> homosexual community. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I hate the whole right. bros before hoes thing. No, it's I, not that. That's different. That bros before hoes is, is is playground shit. That's that's small ball, as you would say, Dick. That yeah. is small ball. But the bro code, the bro code transcends, Dick. You the bro code runs deep in you, my friend. No, 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 I've no. seen fuck, it. Fuck bros. Oh, do, what do you mean you've seen it? What I've do you seen mean? it. Oh my gosh, Dick Masterson. If if I'm in a bar or at a restaurant or something, I'm talking to a pretty lady, you know, when I was single, uh-huh. th- this guy comes over like a champ. He comes in there, quick jab, wingman, in and out, and I go up to him and I said, hey, thanks for doing that back there. He goes, yeah, of course. And I, I, I see yeah. the bro code. Yeah, the but stem. I want to see you succeed. Because yeah. you're my friend. Yeah. Like, when it comes, to, that's, that's fine. That's like friendship to me. I don't yeah. need to say, I don't need to name that something. Okay. When it goes beyond that and it's just like two guys who kind of know each other in an ancillary way or an ancillary way, that's that to me is what people mean when they say the bro code that I'm not on board with. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm in competition with this gentleman. Well, there is there is there is a classic case on the internet. It's a meme that went went viral. Somebody on I think Google questions or Yahoo questions was saying uh, it was a woman. She said, "Hey, um, I found a bunch of uh, websites that look like it could be uh, pornography. Uh, is I think my husband might be looking at all this pornography, and I'm I'm really worried. Is he cheating on me, et cetera, et cetera?" First comment, most upvoted. Was guys like, no, no, no! It must be an application he must have installed by accident, <laughs> and that's it. Probably pulled it up. He's he's probably fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, key Broke difference up. there. Yeah, no chance of that guy getting laid. If there's a chance of you getting laid in this case, my man. If there's yeah. in case a chance of if there's a chance of him getting laid, totally out the window. Every mm-hmm. man for himself. No, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, so, we're gonna we're uh, this is we're a gonna fundamental find disagreement. Out, we're gonna find out what happened here. So you so that's where we left off. Yeah. Is this guy's making threats that he's going to come back into town? He's going to kill you? 
Yeah, so he's making pretty generic threats. Uh, I, it's fun for me because I, you know, she'll get these text messages from him and show them to me. They're like riddled with spelling errors. He's like, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna eviscerate you and your new lover. I'm like, well, <laughs> he says lover. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I'm glad that you read some poetry, but you yeah, know, didn't spell any of those words correctly. So that was fun. Did he? Um, did he accidentally spell it lever? <laughs> I don't know. He misspelled like airplane once, and he just like fired up typing all these messages to her, and then like. I got this long string of Facebook messages where he's like, I'm sorry for being crazy. I'm going to kill you. I'm sorry for being crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, gonna. Yeah. And I didn't even speak to him. I was like, all right, listen, I understand it was a little bit shady of me to go ahead and start a relationship with your ex so quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, but I did. Things happen. Life is weird. Um, and, then, and then what happened? So he then what back happened? He, uh, well, he left town. I don't left know if you town. got that bit. Yes, yes. He took all there. of their savings and flew to Greece mm-hmm. and uh, burned through a significant amount of money. In about two months. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, on this, like, Greece trip to rediscover himself. Or that happens in Greece. Is. Yeah, no, yeah, sure. Um, every other day was some sob story about, you know, how sad he was and terrible he was. And in the end, like, the truth came out that he, like, gave all his money to, like, homeless kids in Greece because Being he wanted generous. to do booze and stuff. So yeah. get high on drugs. Um, so, yeah, he came back into town and uh, was still kind of, like, generically threatening me and her. And I didn't really care. Because uh-huh. I'm not interested. He's not, like, in my life. I don't see this dude. He's, like... Um, he took her truck. He kept, like, yelling about how it was his. Um, and she got tired of arguing with him and, like, him showing up and, like, demanding to have it. So she just gave it to him. So it's now like we're, a cartoonish like, villain. Like it is Biff kind Tannen of cartoonish. From Back to the Future. It feels a little... Um, and more or less, I'm like, whatever. He can say shitty stuff about me. Because I do feel a little bad about the quickness of the, uh, you know... You still sound whatever. like you feel guilty about it. A little By bit. the way. I do. So... One night, one fateful night, there's going to be a party. There's a party, a birthday party. That he's going to be at. Yeah. And you opt not to go. There was a very explicit agreement that was, uh, he messaged her uh-huh. and uh, said, hey, I feel like I'm being ostracized from my friends. I don't want to be around Steve. Um, I want to go to the party. Can you promise that he won't be there? Uh-huh. And so I said, I don't want to go to that party anyways. I don't know those people. I'm just going to watch math videos because I'm a big nerd. Okay. And uh, you so, wanted to watch math videos? Yeah, yeah. I okay. downloaded some math videos. Cool. Um, and so I got, that, that's not going to make you more employable at Target. No, it's not. It I don't know if you out, think it is, but don't it's tell not. people that. So what happens is um, he agrees I won't go to the party. It's next door. We live on these little uh, five acre plots, and it's on the next five acre, acre plot over. And uh, so he goes to the party. I'm not there. I stay at home. And then it's the next morning, and I'm just, like, chilling on the porch. I'm opening my morning beer. I'm enjoying myself. Sure. It's beautiful. Morning beer, classic The sunlight's man. filtering through the redwoods. You know, I can hear the birds chirping, and it's just, you know, it's a good time for me. Um, so then the truck pulls up, and uh-huh. he's in it. And uh, he hops out of the truck, and this guy's got a mohawk, and he's got a throat tattoo, and he's oh, like— Oh, fucked, man. Uh-huh. He's all, you know, fucked up, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to get in a fight for the first time since I was 17, so here we go. And he gets out, and I'm kind of, like, awkward. I don't know what to say here, so I say to him, um, a cool camper, because he had put, like, a camper shell on the truck. And he goes, that's the first thing you're going to say to me? <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up already. I kind of look around, I go, uh, yeah. yeah. And I had the bottle of beer I was drinking was, like, Swedish. Uh-huh. And so I go, well, um... Some Swedish writing on this bottle. Okay, and, doubling down. <laughs> doubling down. Uh-huh. Doubling yeah, down on our conversation. You. So then he goes, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. And oh. I kind of, I go, oh. A- end of story. Oh. Peaceful resolution. That's oh. great. Go, oh, okay. Wow. Um, yeah, man. It's been kind of crazy the past couple of weeks. 
I'm sorry too. You know, I should have moved in like that. You know, we were becoming friends and all this, et cetera, et cetera. And he interrupts me and he goes, no, no, no. You have nothing to be sorry for. You didn't do anything wrong. Our relationship was over well before you showed up. Great. Boom. Great. And I go, all right. Wow. This is <laughs> cool. Adults. Let's hmm. do adult stuff. Yeah, this is all how right. the adult um, world this works. This is how adult, you know, the dude. He, he, he said, we, were, we are no longer leavers. We're we no stopped leavers. being leavers for a long time. We're not leavers anymore. Yeah. So at this point, I do what I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is like the international man symbol for we're cool, and I offer him a beer. Okay. That I is say, the, yeah, sure. that is the man. It's part would, of the bro code. Yeah. Would you like a beer? <laughs> to which his response is yes. So I start to get up and grab a beer. At this moment, he notices a bottle of Jameson whiskey that I had purchased the previous night that was sitting on the porch. Okay. I don't know why. Whiskey porch. I don't know what's going on there, but it was there. And he goes, actually, this will do. And he takes a swig of it. And then he goes into about like a 20-second rant about how I'm a piece of shit. Uh-oh. And I'm like a scumbag, and I'm like lower than dirt. And I'm just sitting there kind of picking at the label of my bottle, thinking, you know, he's he's got to get some of this out. Like he's got to kind of sure. rant a little bit. It, okay. You know, it's reasonable. And then he just domes me in the face with this half-full whiskey bottle. Ooh. Like right in the face. Uh, knocks my glasses up. I stand up. I go, ah, you just hit me with a bottle. Wait, this is your second pair of glasses that have been broken? Or? Yes. <laughs> this was Yes. Okay. I go, you just hit me in the, in the face with a bottle. And he goes, yeah, well, in the fucking face. And I go, yeah, I know where you hit me. We're not doing this right now. You need to leave. So I jump in the car. And like, I'm not the car. I jumped inside, grabbed like some frozen raspberries or whatever, and you know, put them on my face. And within like 20 seconds, my whole face is like swollen closed. Yeah, I have a picture of it. I'm gonna uh, show these guys. And um, I ended up having like a pretty, you know, like a concussion. I had to go to the fuck. I went to work the next day, and I couldn't like see anything. And I was standing there spacing out. My coworkers are yelling at me like, "Pick it up, pick up the speed." You know, this was at the brewery. This is at the brewery. Right? Yeah. yeah, which I do not work there anymore. Uh, the story goes on and on. Um. So, yeah, went to the hospital, and they're like, ah, you got to go to the ER. I can't, you know, we just think you need to go to the ER because there's only one doctor in this whole county, yeah. and they work at the there ER. There you go. There's a picture of. Oh, my gosh. That looks like, oh, man. That looks like a oh, giant Jesus. cockroach is just on his eye. It's bl- yeah. it's pure black. Price I can't that's, see anything. That's immediately after I was hit, right? Do you yeah. have the picture? Like wait, days wait, later, wait a second. You got hit, and you took a selfie? <laughs> yeah, so I probably would, too. But yeah, 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 of course. Uh, yeah, so, like, the next couple of days, both eyes swelled up, and they're black. Like, I even still have, like, some bruising and stuff now, and this was bad. Your eye looks good, You're lucky man. you didn't lose the yeah. eye. Yeah, that's... I could have, like, an inch lower, I would have been blind forever. An inch yeah. to the right, I would have been templed and domed and dead. And, and so. now, how are you and the girl, how are you faring? Is the are last still, thing you want... dating her. I'm still yeah. dating her. Yeah, uh, definitely. So there was, like, a hiccup. Um, she got evicted. We got evicted, I guess, as a team. It turns out her landlord hey. is like this huge uh, scam artist, and he like sold the house while we were living there. You know what? Both of you should move into Dick Masterson's apartment. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> the gift, the gift of Burning Man that keeps giving. All I can't right, wait to see what exciting. Right oh my gosh, dude, you look like shit in that picture. Look, you, his, you fought, his eyes. You're yeah. a hero. You're a chivalrous man. You fought a dragon. <laughs> literally. Well. Literally, you fought a dragon for this woman. You'll be together forever. All basically thanks to me. Thanks. Yeah, this whole thank series of events started because of me. Yeah. 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 End of the episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My solutions this week were NASA and generosity. Mine are lenses and cans. Lenses and cans. Cans delivered in boxes. Go vote up boxes. Thanks for coming by, my man. Thanks, well, thanks, thanks man, you. Steve. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. 
I gotta say that not putting a comma the right way is like the biggest bag of sand thing I've ever heard. The roll-up bit is supposed to be on the outside. <laughs> if it rolls down, it's right. If you have to pull the stupid thing out from the inside, you got it wrong. It's fucking simple. You know what? I, I want to see yeah. these guys in an under-pressured c- scenario, an under-pressure setting, put a condom on the right way the first time. Hey, you know what? You know what, Hugh, the pressure is on with me? The chick. She's a, she's under pressure, buddy, because I'm sitting there. I'm like, tick-tock, baby. You, she's putting it on with her mouth. There you go. There's a bags of sand comment. Bullshit. Then I, you're kissing a condom-flavored mouth the whole time you're banging her. Yeah, that's a stupid idea. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Because she gets Condoms the flavor smell out. horrible. No, they smell certainly horrible, don't taste man. Good. No, no, man. You've don't, seen don't, a condom I don't before. Have to, I don't have to worry about the taste of the condom in her mouth because the next chick she's making out with, also in my bed, is going to get that flavor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a weird, elaborate fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's not a fantasy, buddy. I've never had normal sex. I've only had threesomes. All right. In the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Fuck you, Sean. With other guys plugged into the Oculus Rift. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> They're all, They're hot, all babes. hot babes They're making all out with each other. They're all tens. Every girl I've ever banged a 10 or an 11. I deign to bang a 10. Are you kidding me? <laughs>